Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 104th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm an also humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. Join today, my two favorite partners in crime, Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart, and Nato Johnston, who can be found at I Know Nato. How you doing today, you sexy pair? I was doing all right until like the the best partners in crime part, and now I'm doing excellent. I, I thought I'd sort of set you guys on the right track, you know, <laughs> get that energy level up from the get go. He play he plays the good boss sometimes, like where he it's does. Like, he know he knows that he needs to write. He needs he needs his workers to perform, so he he peps them up. Even though even though we both probably know his bullshitness, but we're still like oh. Oh, we're his favourite. I thought you were in trouble. You got your full name. Yeah, you know, I when did. your parents give you your full name, and that means mm. you're in you're in the shit. Nato Johnson. Jesus, yeah. Well, because you're no longer you're no longer Nato J eighteen. So I thought maybe we're doing away with the J factor. So that's why I added the rest on. No, nah, it's still Nato it J. More- it's just I, I wanted to get rid of the uh, rid of the eighteen part and like <laughs> Nato J everywhere. So why like, take take it? Well, it was actually because, like, recently when I was on a lot more Australian podcast where, like, people sort of only know me, that, that they were like, oh, what, the, your handle's NATO J23 one something? And I'm like, oh, I need to get rid of the number. Numbers are bad in, if you, if, unless, unless you're a super established, numbers are bad in, in handles. So that's why I So you succumbed to, to the peer pressure. Well, also because I've had NATO J18 as, like, I, like pretty much a brand since ninth grade when I made my first Hotmail, and that was yeah Nato J eighteen oh. at Hotmail dot com. So, so it's, you could you could have wrote it out to the rest, end of this year because it t- fits into twenty eighteen, and then after that, I know you could have become Nato J nineteen. I don't know who told me that recently, <laughs> and I was like, fuck, that was a missed like missed moment where I'm. It's my year, Nato J eighteen, and now uh, now I've ruined it. So I just assumed that you got rid of the eighteen because you usually associate a number with like the person's age and like with you that like if it's Nato J eighteen, everyone's like, Yeah, he could be eighteen. Well yeah, the fun uh, fact was when I originally made it, I only made it eighteen because I was like, Oh man, I can't wait to be eighteen because I was like year nine, what what are you, like fourteen or something like that? And I was like, Man, I can't be eighteen and so so then when I became eighteen, I was just like, Well, I don't give a fuck this anymore. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> mm, see, like if if we're going back into sort of that nostalgia trip, my first email was Prosoto four twenty, and I didn't even know what the four twenty meant, but I just heard it all the time. Yes! And I'm like, yeah, I'm putting yes! that in my hotmail. <laughs> now you need the XX. You insert name four twenty XX. That's what you, yeah. where the hardcore kids are at. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't at that level. You know, I'm just a humble boy from a small country town. So the 420, you know, I figured the marijuana is the gateway drug. And then maybe the next email, I could have some XX and maybe a SK8 are in there or something oh, like that. Yeah, with the 8 instead of the rest of the word. Oh, hot. The SXC. Sexy. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to get personalized plates with those. <laughs> Sexy BO number one. Sexy boy. It's I'm really not. I, I despise personalized sexy plates with a passion. Boy. I'm not your boy, Toy. Sexy boy. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the Heartbreak Kid. Some of the best wrestling entrance music ever created. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like. Mm. I want to. I want to. I wish I was there for the one listener that like has nothing to do with wrestling. Like, not even one second of watch time. That's just like, what was that bit that just happened just then? <laughs> <laughs> My ears are bleeding. So, we're here for the hundred fourth time. We've got the A team as mentioned before. Um, Ali is drinking some sugar free cola. NATO is doing something. And yeah, I just... am doing nothing. I've got a stomach full of Red Rooster oh. after the uh, the Red Rooster, right. Rooster what... Crisis update yesterday. What did you get? Oh, yeah. um, I got the Rooster Roll. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a Rooster Roll boy, but they're doing the loaded fries now. Have you seen these? I five, read it on the menu. Five bucks for fries, and then they put roast chicken on top and then cover it in gravy. Oh, yes. Because, oh. like, the, ro- the loaded fries at McDonald's were... Absolute rubbish. I'll get like, mm. come at me, the person that liked them. But seriously, just look inside yourself, and you know deep down that they were not that good. Mm. I'm, I agree. But these things, man, they are hot to trot. Like, if if you know, it is true that Red Rooster is in some financial hardship. Mm-hmm. The loaded fries will certainly go a long way in righting the wrongs and, and sort of correcting the path of this <laughs> ship. They are so good. I want to know what the rest of Australia are doing. Come on. Red Rooster has the best chips out there. Like, I don't care who you are. And not to mention that you get uh, chips in, a, in K- large KFC and family. Mm-hmm. No, no way. No freaking way is KFC now- better. KFC is potato covered in salt. Yeah, chicken salt. Delicious. Um, but yeah. shout out to the the, the revised... Hungry Jack's chips, uh, Burger King for any international listeners. Um, Hell yeah, the those thick, thick cut yeah, ones. Yeah, the thick. They they turned it around. They were the worst chips of all of the fast food. No, Hungry Jacks's. No. Yeah, no. they were on the same level as McDonald's fries. They were that shitty shoestring where there's not a whole amount of tatey going on in there. It's oh, just no, see, it doesn't I, matter. You grab crust. a handful and yeah, you just yeah, stuff it in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, Hungry Jack uh, McDonald's were heaps better than. Hungry Jacks's, but now they've changed it around, so you have to give them credit. I wish, I wish somebody like EA would look, look to Hungry Jacks and turn it all around. <laughs> Learn from the BK and the HJs, and uh, yeah, right your wrongs, EA. Right your wrongs. <laughs> give us some thick cut chips, EA. So, so speaking of writing wrongs, um, we've been finally playing a lot of games together. Yes. After yeah. a lot of talk and a lot of sort of uh, solo or broken teamwork-based gameplay where it might be one or two of us together, we've actually reunited the crew this week. We uh, played some Sea of Thieves. We played some yeah. PUBG. Mm. Um, we didn't play Fortnite together. Uh, yeah, Nato's not a Fortnite guy. He doesn't like the... Uh, was it the shooting you said? Yeah, you like? yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not accuracy. Like if, if that's what people think when I say it's the shooting, I don't know. It's just when I shoot a gun in that game, I don't. It doesn't feel fun. It's like it's it's the counter opposite of like a Destiny, where like you can shit on the rest of Destiny as much as you like, but the shooting a gun in Destiny and hitting an opponent just oh my 
God, I don't know what it is, but it just feels I agree. good. Yeah, hundred percent there. But Fortnite, it feels yeah, like it is arcadey in a in a sense already. But like it does feel arcadey the shooting, like the act, the gunplay is good and stuff like. But I don't know what it is about that game because it's not the building and stuff like that that I have a problem with. I'm I was cool to kind of learn that. It's just when I play that game, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm shooting a gun. I feel like I'm just pressing a button. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like especially some of the some of the gun styles certainly feel that way. Some are a lot less rewarding in the hand than others, and that's not due to power or something. I think it's just mm. the the design of said weapon. Um, yeah, and and yeah, some of the combat doesn't feel as rewarding. It does when you're like you know <laughs> popping headshots from hundred miles away. Plus yeah, meters, th- that's what know, I mean. That's... Not taking for anyone that has skill in that game, because man, some of the people that play that game, I'm like. Whew, like with it's, any it's game, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so the the building things, the the aspect that still, the speed that some of these people can build at just is astounding to me. Um, I've I've been working with a mixture of keyboard, but I've pivoted back to a Xbox controller, and I've got oh. the mapping on it now, where each build button is each trigger. Yep. So there's like flat piece, um, stairway, roof, so on and so forth, and it actually works really, really well with that mapping now. So I'm starting to get good. But some of the other speeds that these Bob the Builders roll at, it is insane. Because they, they they either have the macros on the keyboard or macros onto their mouse. That's why they can get that speed up and going. Mm, but I'm I'm getting pretty quick. I'm I'm no I'm no uh, who's really fast. I'm no Road Runner, Ninja. I don't know where I'm going here. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still enjoying. I'm, I'm enjoying Fortnite at the moment more than PUBG. To be completely honest. Yeah, he is. I, I, yeah, I see that in you, which is sad, but also I understand. Mm. But oh, then, yeah. like if we double back to sort of our cooperative experiences this week with PUBG, I have a lot of fun, I guess, depending on the company I'm keeping in the game coupled yep. with the mode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and, and that sort of seesaws me between the two IPs as well. Anybody? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, we were just agreeing with you. Like, yes, yeah. we agree. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm a good contrast. I didn't enjoy Fortnite when I played with, like, played it. Granted, I did play it alone, so maybe I need to have friends. That says it came out really sad. <laughs> sad face question mark? Sad face. Mm. Um, but PUBG is definitely a game that I love playing when it's just like just us and just messing around no seriousness kind of thing so yeah, yeah. just the screw around element is what i love yeah this this was this like we'll get into uh, i don't know if we'll get how deep diving we're going with our games but like this was the first week i like i'd i'd kind of got off pubg too the only time i was playing was when you guys were doing the custom servers that's i i don't even remember the last time i've played normal pubg cuz I was starting to get off it as well. I think more I was getting off Battle Royales as well. Like, I've hit that point where I'm just like, I don't care about Battle Royales at the moment. But I had my good friend Sean Pitts message me on the Saturday morning, and he's like, hey, man, like, I'm starting up streaming again. I've started streaming again, and I need some people to crew with me on Xbox. And I was like, yeah, I haven't played with you in ages, and ended up playing a good 11 hours that Saturday of... PUBG, getting a few chicken dinners here and there, 
And man, I forgot how fun that game is when you do roll with a proper crew and stuff like that. Some people, like, the mixture of having people that are entertaining and a mixture of people that are really good at the game as well. So, like, when when the entertainment starts dying down, at least you've got that player that's, like, doing these miraculous things that kind of, like, grow you, get you back in. Or even the times where even the best player is having a bad time that game or something like that. You've got the people that are still entertaining you where you've hit a tree and flipped a car and everybody's laughing and joking and stuff like that. So it's the, both of our, like all three of our lists are a whole bunch of games that show, uh, show their shine when you are playing with a good group. They are, they, they, they are the perfect, like sand, like sandbox is a term used elsewhere, but like, I think these are the better, like, sandboxes when a game, if you don't play it with a good crew, it doesn't as be as fun. Like, like if you're in a real sandbox in real life, if you're playing with your good friends with your Tonka trucks and your dinosaurs, like, you could spend the whole day there having fun and making up stories and having a good time. And I think, like, especially something like Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves 100% shines when you have a good team and, oh, God. I can't wait can, till can more I, content Can comes. I interrupt you for a minute? Did you yep. say vaginosaurs? <laughs> That's what I heard. Tonka I was trucks? about to say. I no, heard I dinosaurs. Di- no, I said dinosaurs. No, I think you were talking about vaginosaurs. Oh, okay. Then vaginosaurs, mm. yeah. Then, I don't know what so you played. I'm so glad it wasn't just me that heard that. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> waiting I just for an assume opening. It's me. The worst, the worst thing about a podcast me. now is that like anyone who missed that bit We'll hear you say that and now rewind back about five, ten, like five, ten seconds and then replay that moment and like, will call me up now on it and go, Do yeah, it, you, listeners. You, you did say Definitely vagina, call so. him out on it. Yeah. 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 And if we're wrong, then don't bring it up ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, vagina sauce. But no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think, I think you summarized it pretty damn well where those games are great or okay on their own, but they're, taken to a whole nother level when you are in a in a party with with you know that dynamic of friends that are you know energetic or skillful at the game or crazy or funny or whatever you know whatever mishmash of personalities there are and it, it takes that gameplay to another level yeah and it, you can kind of contrast it to the last couple of weeks where everybody apart from ali has been playing like something like god of war where like oh. that game is yeah now being put up on the ped like in, in, in deservingly put up on a pedestal at the moment of like, this is amazing and stuff like that. But it only goes to a certain level for me because like when I talk about my stories with the, that game to somebody else, they have the same story. So it's like, oh yeah, oh man, how about when they did that thing? Oh yeah, it was great. And then you kind of go into a deep delve about that thing. But then like, if I tell a story about something that happened in PUBG or a story that happened in Sea of Thieves, somebody's like... I didn't even know you could do that kind of thing. And then, like, you t- you never have nearly ever the same kind of stories with these yeah. games that, like, when they might not average at the best of games, like a God of War, which sits as, like, a always good time. But, like, Sea of Thieves, like, well, PUBG peaks at these points that you're like, I could never have those experiences in a linear story game because I'm only getting giving what that game wants to give me. While these other ones kind of give me that, like, hey, you do what you want, man. Let's see what kind of stories you can make with this game. Yeah. You, you like you definitely the get genuine experience. Choose your own adventures to the style aspects of some of yeah. these games where you can create your own path and your own storyline. I love uh-huh. it, yeah. 
Mm. No, I'm, I'm agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I think if I played CFEs by myself, I'd be bored as shit. But yeah. playing I with with died. you guys, yeah, I died. I died, I died many times. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard. <laughs> but I, 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 I actually want to take that challenge though. Like, I want to start like playing more of it single player and kind of go against bigger ships and stuff like that. So I'll see. I'll see. I got really see scared. It got dark and I was mm. on the ocean by myself. And I'm like, I never knew that having the crew there in like the nighttime was more comforting to me than I thought. Like, I thought you were all annoying as shit. But no, it turns out you have a comforting factor. <laughs> we can be both. We can be yeah. both. <laughs> so, so Ali, you, you you probably haven't played as much Sea of Thieves as, as the no. two of us. How, how are you finding it? Like, you've sort of got fresher eyes to the experience now. Are you... You finding that it lives up to the hype and the love, especially from like I love the game too, but I think NATO's on a level above me again. Do you think it is justifying some of that praise? Like it definitely earned its praise. There's a lot of elements that it actually, I think, it, it gets high marks on. Graphically, it's a fantastic game. Oh, um, obviously, yeah. at the start, it, we, it had some connection issues. But since then, I don't think we've really ran into much in regards to connection issues or anything like that, server issues. Um, in regards to gameplay, I do like, as Nato was mentioning before, just how open it is. Like, you guys can decide whatever you want to do. Do you want to follow a mission? Do you want to get some treasure? Or do you want to fuck up those guys over there in the small boat that are probably only two against us four? You know, it, the options are endless. <laughs> um, but I like I, like you guys said, I haven't been playing it for too much. So I know a lot of people have complained that they've, it's gotten stale after which, some time. Which is like... Like, as much as I love it and I champion and all that, I understand everybody's things with it. It, There are the people that do need these linear experience. They need a story. They need a drive in these games and stuff. And I understand, but I'm not one of those people. So that's why, like, I'm cool to go. I can, cool, just load it up for 10 minutes, go do one mission, or come back and spend a whole day just, like, sailing around the islands and checking them out. Like, I just... It's so free to me. That's why, like, like last year I had the contention with Brendan of why I love Zelda more than Horizon Zero Dawn. Zelda was I mean, that that easy. playground to me where yeah. I could play a ground. Like, I understand. I understand. There, it, there is... I, all your criticisms of Zelda are there, but also those are the reasons Cute why world. I love it. Why I love it, though. <laughs> like, I love that, like, I could walk over to an area and find nothing, but then I could walk over to an area and then find, like, a billion little things and mini stories. And, like, I ran into this bird and he was doing this thing. And, like, I ran into a mate that I was like, I've never even known that was there. <clears throat> and it's just great. I love those kinds of things. But before we get off Sea of Thieves, I just have one little thing I want to say. I've been catching up on the Reset podcast and they, on their, like, last episode before they go on a break, they said they haven't played it yet contact me hit me up i will take you through the sea of thieves i want people to experience that even if mm-hmm. they hate it as at least they need to experience so the good the good kids at that podcast send me a message i'll, I'll yeah. take you through the sea of thieves they're worried I, I they'd, can... they'd miss the boat and i was like no there's no boat to miss in this i'm gonna peel back the curtain for a minute and text michael right now as we record and see yeah. if he gives us an update as we're recording <laughs> i definitely think people should try it yeah i like you, you know the funniest things that we kind of do in the game that at, in the game in the moment we kind of it makes sense but then if you think about it is when we're either on the boat or on an island and we go hey guys look at that sunset 
I know. Look at that amazing sunset. And all of us just sit there and watch <laughs> yeah, the sunset. Yeah, we just stop. <laughs> like, like, what, like, what game? Like, there are moments in, like, I'll use it again, God of War, where you see a scene and you're like, oh, this is beautiful. But, like, that scene was set up for you. Like you, they knew the game knew you'd be at there at that point, and they gave you that scene because they knew you'd be on that cliff, giving you that moment. You know what game does that also that a lot of people miss is Destiny. Yeah, I remember my first experience like in Destiny One. I took forever in that game because there were so many times where I had just stopped and just looked at, like out into the galaxy and just you know saw all the planets moving and the stars and the solar systems and all that sort of stuff going on, and I just thought. Man, this is a beautiful game, and I think a lot of people miss that with Destiny. But De- Destiny it's Two, definitely one. Oh yeah, there's some great. The like, it's not spoilers anymore because God, that game's out. If you haven't played it by now, but bad luck. The bit when you're on the machine near the sun and you just like walk. The first time you walk out and the sun's there and like everything's melting and I'm like, holy shit! This Ali is- and I, funnily enough, shared that exact. Like we were playing together. With yeah. that moment, and we both stopped there at that win- the first window where you're overlooking mm. the sun and all that, and we we neither of us said anything, but I think we both knew. And then we finally did, you know, thirty seconds after, you know, enjoying and taking in that view. And yeah, it's the it scenery awesome. is second to none. Mm. Yeah, underrated, mm. very underrated. Um, and anything else you two lovely people have been playing this week that you want to bring to light, or any- I want to anything- hear about Minecraft. You've experienced Tell me about Minecraft in Minecraft. Do you want to? Yes. Talking about great graphics, um, <laughs> I have got this thing now where I'm building. Um, well, it's it's minecarting, like you know, minecart tracks. But yep. I'm now doing this whole thing where I'm creating like railroad systems. Yeah. Are you doing underground or on the surface? So far, it's on the surface, but underground. Okay. Oh no, I did do an underground one yeah. because that's how I started it. I got that, stuck underground. That's my favorite thing to do. Do like uh, like subway systems between like all the places. Like even when I start the game, when I have like the, my little main base, and then I find my good my good shaft that I want to go down, and yeah, I see instantly as I knew that. I, <laughs> so for the viewers, Ali's face like perked up as soon as I said shaft. Um, you said good shaft. A good you shaft. Said good shaft. Good that shaft. That you want to go down. Yeah, I want to go down on that good shaft. Um, yeah, when I find a good like gold or diamond uh, hideout, like yes, instant cart system between the two, so I don't have to constantly run back and forth. I can take my little automated cart system back to the mine. Yeah, you know, I've got this other thing. So, you know how there's that little town that you always yep. run into, like townspeople? Yeah. Why is their town always fucked up? Because every time I go there, I go and do, like, I, re- I rescue people, I get them out, and, you know, I build their pathways again, and I yeah. build stairways and stuff, and I'm just like... It's, ha- it's, half- do- it's halfway because of, like, random genera- generation, and then half okay. because of, um, what are they called? The poppers. Um, the green ones. No, yeah, creepers. Because creepers yeah. just randomly explode in the towns and destroy stuff. No, this is just straight up. Yeah, it must be like you said, the random generation. But mm. I, like, I feel like it always happened in these games that I'd have to come to these towns and help them out. Whole yeah. city's screwed up, so I, you know, sit there and I build their pathways. I fix their well. I steal shit from their farm, and then like I let people out, like you know, because they're usually covered in dirt and stuff. And then they always <laughs> want to buy paper off me. Yeah. Oh, paper's Except the best. Except the human though, flesh guy. 
Because you you just set up that that cane farm and you just constantly farm paper and just go go trade it in with them and get diamonds. That's an even easier way to get diamonds than mining. And llamas are my favorite thing. Oh, llamas are the best. The noise is weird, but they I love the spitty noise. Yeah. So, so Brendan, when are you getting the into spitty this goddamn go. game? It's like it's, <laughs> it's more it's more the llama noise where it goes where you're just walking around you just hear. And you're like, what the? F- <laughs> we we will we will definitely commit to some time to play this. I yes. I know I've been talking about it for a long time, but yeah, I'm genuinely I'll, I'll get myself a copy and genuinely get in on this, and we'll muck around in a server. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Just yeah. finding I'm the time once once I'm moved in and settled, yeah. we'll give it a crack. Sounds like because uh, I like after playing with you on so many of these like make your own kind of fun games. Like I reckon you're gonna actually have a great time in Minecraft. That's what I'm scared about. Like I have Why? this, this Why? part of my this part of my personality where I want to be the best or I have to have no the greatest thing. And I'm worried that like a game like Minecraft because there is hypothetically no end inside in that game unless you're playing story mode obviously. I'm worried that I'm just going to sit and build 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 and never stop. And yeah. I hope I hope that's exactly what happens cuz I want to do 8-bit Kingdoms, yeah. like the Hungry Game of Kingdoms. I, I've already I pitched, go I've already find pitched our space. this to, to Brendan. I said, like, we do, like, one night where it's just us privately go in and build, like, an empire, and then the next night open it up to, like, the viewers and stuff like that, and then get them to come in and help us all build all the stuff and wreck all the stuff, and it'll be great. We can even no do, like, the original, the original PUBG with, on, what do you call it, um... Minecraft, because they had the Hunger Games mode, like, years and no, years did. ago. Yeah. Mm. Where you all drop in and get your weapons and then go kill each other. It's great. God God bless Minecraft. Yeah, God so we Minecraft. will we will get a crack into it. Um, something else I'm hearing a buzz about is this Roblox or whatever the hell. No, which, I don't get any Which Roblox. is pretty much what Minecraft Lite slash ripoff of Minecraft, from my understanding. Yeah. I was watching Orange Ocelot play it on his birthday stream the other day. And um, he's all about that Roblox life. Yeah, they do some great stuff with it, though. I'll give them that. They do. I think it's moddable more easier than Minecraft because, like, sometimes I go in there and I'm like, this doesn't look like Roblox whatsoever. So who knows? Mm. One one last quick update I wanted to share before we move into the uh, news is uh, I know I know there is some listeners out there that want to know what uh what journey I'm on as far as uh, WWE Supercard and a quick update. No dollars have been spent in the past like four weeks. I, I don't believe you. Kicked do, kicked the drug. I promise. Do we have do we have it's to clean ri- guys? Do we have to ring the man himself and ask him <laughs> to check your account? Um, no. I like truth be told, it's gotten to the point now too where I've sort of grinded this game that much there's no real benefit in me even buying decks of cards you got you got the super deck at the moment yeah like like i'm winning easy 95 percent of all matches i take part in <laughs> oh that's good yeah super decks and long shafts that's you know, a quality <laughs> episode wouldn't have it any other way nope mm-hmm. so shall we jump into the news for this week yes this week's news headlines Okay, so I've broken up the news sort of into two main components um, just to try something a little bit different. Wanted to do something more 
rapid fire or Salim Dreams machine gun machine or whatever the fuck he was calling it um, in previous <laughs> he episodes. Even, the, the best bit is he doesn't even remember himself what he named it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, he had an out-of-body experience. it twice. Oh, yeah. I think he changed it in the same episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I'm almost yeah. certain he did. So we need to come up with a name for this. We're, we're, we're running with rapid fire for now, which is something... I didn't realize until I wrote it in. That's exactly what Cruzy called his uh, rapid fire news. That was I was going to point out. That's what I was going to point out. This is very ewe. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to point out. That's ewe. Is what it is. So ewe. Okay. It is what it is. Ewe. Yeah, I I got it. It just just sounds weird. So, Hashtag for the placeholder title of Rapid Fire, I'm just going to rattle off a few news headlines. We can jump in a little bit, but some of them are more so, I guess, maybe I'll say something, give me a reaction, we jump on to the next one. Um, so, the first one, the Xbox Juke controller, you know, the biggest gaming controller the world has ever seen, is now officially yep. available to purchase. Uh, I had a look on some of the sites today, and, and it's already sold out pretty much everywhere. Is uh, it? Uh, I, I was look, trying to find one God. on Amazon just to take a piss one. and get one, but on. they're... Sh- Hard, hard, hard to find, and they're 70, uh, 70 pounds, so they're like oh, over a hundred bucks for for the big old Duke. Thank God, because I don't. So, what I, makes I, it special? It's just well, it's it's the original like Xbox controller, like the big, big, big boy that's like the size of a dinner plate, and they've brought it back, yeah. and you can use it on your Xbox One and stuff like that. I, I love that. Controller. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh. That's it. Um, uh, the next one, the Avengers. Well, Ultron, not Ultron, Jesus Christ, Thanos, Thanos from Infinity War is now officially part of Fortnite for a limited time only. They've got a crossover mode where it's uh, the the Battle Royale mode still, but it's only solos and the Infinity Gauntlet actually drops down to Earth and the one of, you know, one of the hundred characters, yourself included, can grab that gauntlet, become Thanos, you get Obviously, uh, special abilities, you've got more health, more armor, and everyone else on the map is trying to kill you and be the last one standing to be Thanos to, to win. Um, mm. Have you guys seen much of this? Have yeah. you yeah. played it? I, I've, I, I, as I said, don't care for playing this game at the start of the podcast, but, man, watching people play the Thanos mode is actually really good. And when I, like, it's, one of our, yeah. like close friends griffin senpai i was watching him streaming it today and man like when he got that gauntlet he was going to town on people once he learned how to actually use the powers because it gives you a melee attack it gives you a beam attack and then you mm-hmm. can charge up and do a huge jump up into the air which allows you to do another slam like yeah. punch to the ground as well and that is my favorite the mm. ju- super jump and slam that yeah. is my favorite it's nearly so like a titan slam from destiny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so many forts get destroyed. Like, they just jump in the air and they land on someone's fort and it just goes everywhere. Smoosh. Really good. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty damned cool and it's an it's impressive get for Epic to yeah. get the Marvel franchise into into this sort of Infinity War theme mode that they're rolling and are obviously using the Thanos skin. One missed opportunity that I hope they may maybe trickle out in the next couple of weeks is the ability to get skins from the MCU. Like, I think it's a big missed opportunity. That there's no, like, Iron Man skin, Thor skin, Hulk. Even even Thor's goddamn Thor axe. Yeah, Thor skin. Yep. I've got a lisp. I've got a lisp with the fucking... Um, but massive missed opportunity there that you can't be using using the hammer or, or you know, obviously the, the Stormbringer axe as well. Like, it's... 
That'd be perfect as the pickaxe for, for Fortnite. So hopefully they bring that out. Um, I know I'd actually drop money on that to get some of those skins because I'd want to be rolling around as, as Marvel characters in Fortnite. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think we should start a campaign on Twitter. Hashtag show us your Thor skin. Yeah, get your Thor skin out. And um, funnily enough too, uh, literally hours <laughs> after this uh, game mode has been released, uh, Thanos has already been nerfed. Yeah. So his shield oh. and health have been dropped by 100 each and the damage from his laser has been taken from 15 to 12. So, uh, you know, I that's another like 20% reduction. Oh, it does. That, that's like when I was watching Griffin use it for the first time, he's like, oh, the laser's useless. And then the, he used it on somebody else next and then he was like, oh, I understand it now. And then from then he was melting people in less than a second oh, with the laser. Okay. So, yeah. so there's a yeah. bit of a trick yeah. in the game. So I'm, I'm hoping hoping we see in the coming days or weeks some Marvel-based skins or items to roll into the item store as well because, you know, it's insane that they don't have that there. Maybe they couldn't obviously get an extended, uh, you know, license agreement where they can have them in the game or maybe uh, Marvel slash uh, Disney wanted too much money for that. Who knows? I'm assuming that they probably got away with this um, mode anyway bec- as like kind of advertisement for the movie. So It's genius. Yeah. Mm. Something else uh, that uh, I believe, or it's been confirmed that it's selling like hotcakes, God of War. So God of War 4, obviously, the the latest fantastic, fantastic title on the PlayStation 4 has sold 3.1 million copies in its first three days of uh, being available, which is insane. Uh, Justified. But not surprising. No, not at all. Not surprising. Yeah. I feel kind of like left out of uh, 3.1 million people in the uh, the world of uh, not playing this game. Mm, yeah. 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 You could have potentially been the, you know, the, the, pen, the pendulum that could have bumped it to maybe 3.2. Maybe it's at 3.199 and they didn't want to round it up. Yakuza needs all the help it can get right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something else that came out this week, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, released a little development or developer diary uh, where they showed some of the game's timelines, mysteries, and also who and or what, if you want to define it as that, you can play as. So they showed a bit of gameplay where you are uh, piloting your ship, getting out of the ship, engaged in enemy combat, showed some of the the character, the mocap work, uh, as well as talking about when you are playing this game with your friends and you're, you're running a squadron, they can show how you can sort of link your ships up so you can fly and, you know, jump into warp speed and stuff together instead of getting lost on the map. Um, It was a good little video. Uh, Went for, like, they did a a live stream um, initially and it went for about 50-odd minutes, but as far as that core gameplay and the little highlights and and the developer diary, it went for about five or six minutes, if I can remember right. But, um, yeah. So, wait, uh, they showed gameplay? Yeah, so, like, obviously it's still alpha at best like it's it's showing them flying around in in the ship boarding other mm. enemy ships doing um fighting enemies some combat and stuff so it was good that they actually sort of gave beyond good and evil 2 fans a bit of a carrot you know something to tide them over until the next one and i like that they've got these developer diaries that they want to start rolling out with some regularity has red dead shown gameplay no. it, never, it won't it won't I don't know. I don't understand why people think this one game, Rockstar is changing their whole method of showing you gameplay. But you look at like the the original Red Dead, 
all the other GTAs, they don't show gameplay until nearly a month before the game comes out. People keep stop stop hyping yourself up. Stop blaming the trailers because you are they're not ever telling you that they're going to show you gameplay and everyone's like this is going to be gameplay and everyone gets mad at the trailers. It's like Rockstar has never showed you gameplay until nearly a month before stuff comes out. So, yeah, I don't very, understand. Very much true to the name, you know, Rockstar it's like, you know, what we're we're bigger than bigger than you we're larger than life we'll do what we want and that's that's yeah. sort of been their mantra for because they've earned it they've earned it so mm. yeah but no it was, it was good to see michael ansel and, and some of the other creative directors there sort of talking about beyond getting evil 2 like obviously it's it's got a tough tough act to follow like i think it was 2003 was the original beyond good and evil so it's 15 plus years in the making with maybe another year or two to go maybe more before we see this this sequel drop but i like that they are keeping people interested with sort of physical well not physical but like actual displays of the gameplay as opposed to something like a death stranding where it's just nice cgi based trailers with bizarre imagery and things like that yeah 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 i'll see i i have i haven't played that's one of one of my little holes in my gaming history i didn't play the original so I have no hype whatsoever for it, so. Mm. But I'm, I'm excited. It looks nice, but yeah, I'm not. I haven't played the original, so I can't get too excited for mm. this one. You know what? I can't get too excited for Dota Two, and their <laughs> confirmation today they're going to be releasing a battle royale mode. God. What in the hell? That's original. <laughs> It, but they're like this is this is a funnier one. But, well, actually, no, it's nearly on the same vein of COD, where COD was the reason. Well, like Dota Two wasn't the reason, but uh, like COD Two was the reason why like shooters got so so big to the point of like COD was king, and then the, the, so every other game tried to replicate COD's style of first person shooting, and then Dota Two is also and. Original Dota and LOL are the two games that kind of changed the format where everyone was trying to do a MOBA and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. it's funny that the MOBAs are now trying to latch on to the new style of Battle Royale kind of modes because they're the new hotness. So I'll see. Yeah, like it, I, I, I saw it on Twitter today and I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm not at all surprised. Like, what's yeah. next? Um, and you know what that like, they've got the they've got the player base to no doubt find a good chunk of that to have a good attach rate audience. to generate cash so but it's yeah. it's like the the two styles the, the two styles clash like the whole point of dota is like your your heroes and the different heroes and matching them while the whole premise of a battle royale is that everyone drops in as equal and no, no advantage over another person and stuff like that like you build yourself up to be good while like a uh, MOBA, it's all about like choosing your hero, which benefits the team, which bene- like counteracts another hero on the opposite team. And I don't know. I don't know whether they're just going to have blank slate heroes drop down onto a battle royale or who knows. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a hero based battle royale though. And it'd put a different spin on it. Yeah. Mm. Um, some some positive, positive news here in the in the rapid fire. Uh, Overwatch uh, came out today and confirmed they are partnering with the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. And on the back of that, are uh, releasing a limited edition Pink Mercy skin, which you can buy for fifteen US dollars. But with every single cent of said purchase of the skin going directly to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, 
I think that's a really good move by, uh, awesome. by Blizzard Activision. Um, the skin looks great, and the fact that they are backing such a Adorable. such a positive cause like that is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, the skin's really actually detailed and cute. Like, you know how sometimes when you have a throwaway, not a throwaway skin, but, you know, kind of like an eventful skin, sometimes they don't put as much attention to it. Mm. Um, this Mercy skin's actually quite adorable. I can see it- a lot of people getting it purely for the look alone. Where's mm. my pink Reaper? That's all I want to know. That's Aww. the one I want. I want a pink, frilly dressed Reaper. <laughs> Well, until they release the Pink Frilly Reaper, you've got two weeks to uh, pick up the Pink Mercy skin, which uh, will be available for purchase up until the 21st of May. So, yeah, about two weeks or so. But, um, no, fantastic work for Blizzard. I love seeing that. I hope more developers get involved in stuff like that. I think it's it's nice to see people try and give back how they can. And the last uh, rapid-fire bit of news here that... uh, Mr. Nado slung in there, so he might have more to add to it, I saw here. Yeah, uh, Jason Schreier, our boy in the field who always breaks all the best stories. Um, it was, I think it was a EA, um, what are they called? The money meetings. Uh, the financial meetings or whatever they call them. Uh, apparently they, they are doubling down on trying to release because it was originally anthem was supposed to be a fall game for this year yeah and it's and it slipped into 2019 and or and apparently through whatever leaks he's got they are doubling down and it's either going to be a march and april 2019 release so Hmm. i just don't know about this game at all i really don't i'm excited i'm but you know my my opinion i guess can be taken as a little bit of grain of salt because i'm a i'm a big uh you also enjoyed fanboy You yeah, also enjoyed Andromeda. Well, yeah, yeah I, I did not. Yeah. No, no, this is not a stab. It's like, I don't know how I can enjoy a game after I... I, like, fucking hated Anthem. I mean, uh, Andromeda. Like, it was, like, insulting to me, that game. So I'm a bit very cautious, which is, like, if you told, like, even 2013 NATO he would not be excited for a Bioware game, he would wouldn't believe you because bioware is my god they're my studio every game from them is like liquid gold to me until andromeda so yeah i don't know i'm just worried about that game but yeah apparently they're doubling down because pressure is mounting to get that game out from ea and bioware is apparently saying yep we're gonna have it out by march april so i'm assuming that they're probably planning a dragon age to drop at the end of this year uh, as my thought process, then maybe they'll roll out at E3 and sort of say, okay, new Dragon Age, it's going to be available October, something yeah, like that. Yeah, when was Inquisitions? Like, that, it seems In- In- Inquisition not that long ago, Jesus. but it was a while ago. Yeah. Easy three years ago. Um, yeah, I don't know off head, but I'm pretty sure it's about three years ago. Um, mm. But yeah, they're, they're due for a win. Oh, Bioware, they are still licking their wounds off the back of Andromeda. Um, yeah. But yeah. Hmm. So... That is the rapid fire news headlines. Now we've got a couple more that we're going to deep dive into in more detail. The first one uh, came off the announcement the Nintendo Switch Online is finally going to be launching in September 2018. And uh, this uh, news headline or news article comes via way of IGN, where Nintendo Switch Online will cost $5.95 Australian dollars for a one month subscription. You can roll that out to $12 or $11.95 for three months. 
or $29.95 for a year. But if you do have uh, multiple accounts in your household, you can get the family membership for uh, $54.95, which can support up to eight Nintendo account holders uh, on, on, that, uh, on that service. The system on the back of that will also give you in the subscription uh, up to 20 NES Classic games at launch. Uh, they've announced 10 of these so far. I won't go through... Oh, maybe we'll rattle them off really quick. Soccer, Tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, The Legend of Zelda, and Super Mario Bros. 3. And lastly, these NES games will take advantage of the online service, and then they say in quotes, depending on the game, players can engage in online competitive or co-op multiplayer, or take turns controlling the action, end quote. Uh, so you'll be able to play uh, single player as well as multiplayer and pass the controller options anytime with your friends, and every classic NES game will support voice chat via the Nintendo Switch online smartphone app, which is still a goddamn abomination of uh, hardware and or software. But there it is. Nintendo Switch Online. Finally confirmed. I know. The price point is iffy for me. Um, yeah. 20, 20, 20 NES title classic games, which I, I doubt I'll play any of these. So to have an online service where I pay um, $30 Australian a year just to have cloud saves, really, um, yeah. doesn't, doesn't sell much for me, in all honesty. Nope. Nope. I thought it was relatively okay, to be honest. I think, I think the biggest thing that annoyed me was the um, lack of talking about these uh, Nintendo GameCube games that have been hotly rumored for a long time, like Luigi's Mansion and a few others. Well, there was another another thing that Nintendo came Switch out. I, I don't know if it was Jason or not as well. Um, they said, I think I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it was actually Jason Schreier, where he said. The, it's nearly concrete that they're not having virtual console on Switch. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty. Yuck. Like, I'll I'll try and search for it, but like, I'm pretty sure I read it today that there was somebody with a lot of like credibility behind them that was like, nope. Like th- this, these NES games are like the closest you're kind of getting to a virtual console. And and like that to me, <laughs> like thirty bucks for mm. twenty NES classic games i could not give a rat's ass about no i'm sorry didn't a bunch of people drop a hundred and something dollars on a nes mini yeah but some of those games have got more substance than soccer and tennis but they've those same people are 10 of them yeah (laughs) Yeah. the other 10 have like football and darts and cricket i know they're not nes games and but you got like, donkey kong you got mario brothers super mario brothers you got legend of zelda you got dr mario then you know like it's not like they went completely down the um fucking rabbit hole of god knows what games like yeah. you know you got some you got some classics in there yeah. i just don't understand like they're, they're, they're giving you a service on the online service and some games for a price yeah. point, which is 30 bucks a year, which is in contrast to, you know, your PlayStation Network and your Xbox Live. Yeah, but you get, you it, get new, new games with Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. You get above average, v, uh, like, audio game chat services. You get good online servers. Like, anytime we play a Mario Kart, it's every two seconds somebody's dropping error, out. Connection error. Yeah. But this, but this is a portable console. Yeah. 
But so, yeah, so I did look up Jason Schreier. Yeah, it was him that tweeted this morning. Some breaking AM news: Virtual Console is in like stars, not coming to Switch. Nintendo tells Kotaku. Uh, see, like if they could, even if they tailed on the back of that in a final line, Virtual Console is coming or it's still in on the roadmap. I'd be like, okay, you've you've bought some uh, some good faith in me, but. Like I, I don't see the need to pay thirty bucks to have some janky voice chat. Um, when, when Ali, as you meant, um, sort of whispered in onto the mic before about Discord. Um, you just do it that I way. I mean, we all use Discord for everything. Can, can we, can we do a big shout out to fucking Xbox to finally pull the trigger of the first of the consoles that was like, yeah, you know what? Let's bring Discord to our system. Because yeah, we God. fucked up. Not yeah. yet, though. We tried to make that happen the other day, and it's not there yet. <laughs> It's it is for um, what's the name uh, the test people. Oh, yeah, the um, I, I haven't the been insiders. Into yeah, the insiders. I haven't gone into my Xbox Insider program yet to go download it, so I need mm. to try it out just to see what it's like. Mm. I uninstalled the test stuff because it just back before I had decent internet. It was just updating patch after patch every goddamn day, and I'm like, no, I'm done with this, especially on my yeah. ADSL two. But yeah, Nintendo Online. I really did think I really did think with how convoluted Nintendo's voice chat was being that they were the first ones that were going to pull the trigger on it that they were like oh here's the service but we're not putting much effort into it because we're actually in talks with Discord to bring Discord app just to a thing and it doesn't look like they are I was completely wrong and I was should have just assumed it's typical Nintendo not understanding future tech mm mm-hmm. mhm um, yeah. I'll, I'll sort of segue nicely into Nintendo not understanding potential patents. Um, Nintendo are getting sued currently over some Switch patents. Uh, the nature of the complaint uh, is the same one as Game Vice filed in August of 2017, but withdrew two months later. It alleges that Nintendo was fully aware of two patents Game Vice held for designs that affix joystick controllers to opposite sides of a mobile device. So in 2005, uh, 2015, sorry, Game Vice launched the device, also called the game, game device, and it supports Apple and Samsung smartphones and tablets. Then obviously the Switch was announced in late 2016 and launched in March of last year. So uh, they're getting pretty serious about this, uh, Game Vice, um, because obviously they, they were having a crack late last year and then maybe got incorrect legal counsel, withdrew, maybe found a lawyer willing to uh, chase this and try and squeeze nintendo for some further cash um so we'll see. it's it's also like people don't understand like the whole thing with patents where like there was one oh, what was it i think it was like metallica years and years ago where they like i had started to hate them because they started suing a whole bunch of whole pe- people yeah, like they a sued restaurant Napster. No, 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 that was a whole different issue. No, they started suing like there was a restaurant that had the same name as them and stuff like that where like not people, not many people understand that if you don't actually push forward these things, even even if you know you you don't care and you're gonna lose in this thing, but if you don't do it, people have free reign in the future to do it all the time to a point where you can't sue them because they they can go against you where you like you didn't sue these people and stuff like that. So Game Vice suing Nintendo is probably not about them doing it for a game console. They're trying to stop a patent maybe from another company trying to do actually the exact same thing of them for smartphones. So if they don't do this initial challenge for their patron against Nintendo, they might not be able to counter somebody that's trying to do it for uh, for a 
Game uh, Vice. What is it? Yeah, for a Game Vice that's nearly more on par. Because the Nintendo one is a bit of a stretch. Like, I've seen both things and it's a bit like... Mm. But it's, it's funny too because the Nintendo Switch uses the same glass that is in an iPhone. Made in the yeah. same same warehouse. So there is technically well, phone Well, components. actually, they all come from Samsung factories. Samsung does all the glasses for phones, TVs, and computers. So that's why everyone nearly has the same kind of glass these days. Because mm, Samsung got the monopoly. for the win. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, so it might be it might be what I've just suggested there, where they're just actually challenging their own their own patent, so it doesn't get contested in a future suit against somebody else. Or maybe yeah, they are just really think that Nintendo's trying to go against them and stole ideas from them because you actually have to do that if you own uh, a patent. If you, if you don't contest certain people, other people can say like. I'm pretty sure. I'm very, very rusty on all this shit. <laughs> I, I saw just this on re- Boston Legal one time. <laughs> no, well, like, no. Well, I, I, I did do uni for a few years and, like, engineers, that's 100% all they teach you, pay, uh, patents and stuff like that, because that's what you've got to put forward. So it's it's old old knowledge, so I'm pretty sure I got it correct. Somebody mm. will probably you contest me. You sold me. But, yeah. You honestly sold me. You do, <laughs> you do have to contest these things for future things of like why didn't you contest this person if and you're contesting me so you've got to contest both people mm. and you've got to protect your property in these kind of scenarios yeah. if i close my eyes it definitely feels like i'm in the room with harvey specter or maybe uh <laughs> james spader so it's um yeah i'm, I'm feeling oh, it boston feeling legal you. oh god that's a good old school reference there mm-hmm. i couldn't remember james oh, spader's no character though in boston legal yeah well one was from the other one what's the Suits. The so Harvey Specter's from Suits, suits um, and, and Mike then, Ross, but I can't remember yeah. James Spader's character in Boston Legal. Yeah, it was a fantastic as character. As th- oh, yeah, he was great. The cigars on the, on the balcony after each episode. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, watch this space as far as Drop what happens with Nintendo and Game Vice in the courtrooms. Yeah. Um, some other news, which ties, I guess... Nicely between gaming as well as television, the uh, the Witcher show for Netflix is moving ahead. And uh, via GameSpot, we've uh, read an article here that says lead writer Lauren Hishrich announced that the writers' room for the show officially opened today, where she also announced the names of the show's co-writers. So uh, just naming them off, I won't read the whole article. I'll just sort of give a bit of a hit list on who's taking part in this. So Jenny Klein, who uh, wrote for Jessica Jones, is part of the uh, the writing team for The Witcher. Uh, we've got Declan Dabara, who is part of the originals, and Sneha Kurs. I'm apologizing in advance if I butchered that, but um, Sneha was uh, one of the writers with Daredevil. So uh, there's a diverse cast there. The originals was a shitty show about vampires that I couldn't care about, but Daredevil, Jessica Jones, I like that kind of tone. Uh, bit, yeah, bit gritty, original, bit of originals was terrible. Mm. Yeah. yeah but i'm excited to see that this is actually gaining traction and it didn't just end up on the cutting room floor that they are pushing through with this um we'll see how it translates if it can translate to television i think it will i think it will because witcher is this one anomaly in my like big rpg open worlds where i don't enjoy playing witcher that much but i actually but I love watching people play Witcher because I just have this weird thing where I can't 
fall into the role of Geralt because because it is Geralt rather than my own custom character in this RPG world where like every time I go to a decision I'm like what would Geralt say in this decision and then I don't I feel like I'm nearly playing uh, a scripted game even though the game is completely giving me options I I I have weird so like when I used to sit and watch my ex misses play Witcher it was awesome I loved just watching it but anytime I tried to play it I could never lose myself into that world because it was Geralt's world rather than my like something like I think Inquisition bringing it back to Bioware came out the same year and Inquisition is a hundred percent a lesser game than Witcher if, by a million miles but I fucking loved playing Inquisition more than I did like Witcher because it was my character in my world in my story in Inquisition while Witcher it, it was Geralt's story and Geralt's world and I don't know. It's just, so for for me, this Witcher TV series is like I'm so excited and I'm all up for it because this is nearly what I was doing watching people play the Witcher game. Mm. That, that surprises me because I thought you'd be all about the sexualization and the killing of monsters and the RPG and the fantasy. I thought you could just fall into that and, and in your own so mind role play as Geralt, like because that's no. that's sort of like a, a laundry list of your favorite things in a game. Yeah, and yet you couldn't sort of, I guess. No, I, I got through. I got all. Like I've loved the books more, and I played all through two, and I got a good, I don't know, thirty, forty hours into Witcher three, and I just was like, I can't play this anymore. Mm. I'm not. I feel robotic in playing this game, and yeah, I don't know. It was sad, but. I'm excited to play Witcher. I watch Witcher on Netflix, so it's that's what I like. Think like there's a D and D movie coming out soon, and I couldn't be any less excited to watch that because that is not what D and D is. That's why like a lot of video game movies fail because they're trying to replicate something that the player gives to those games and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just I I, I might enjoy Witcher because I never could ever fall into that world i could only enjoy it from the outside so i'm excited show me butts and show me booty oh yes it. give me them tits if they, oh man it's netflix so we might get a bit of everything we might get the full boy and girl outfit i'm, I'm yeah. hope i'm hoping oh, i'm hoping general. they don't hold back on it like if they can get a big budget for this and tonally almost mimic a game of thrones I think yep. it would be perfect because yeah. that's, that's the definite delivery, I think, for this show yep. to succeed is that kind of harsh, violent, bleak, no holds barred, no filters. Hashtag free the penises. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. Yeah. Free Hashtag the hung mm-hmm. Geralt. Because if, if we're getting penises, then I get more girls' butts and vaginas. So give me. You already get those. Us, no, you, us, don't get, you don't get we butts want... that much these days. Uh, are you, Nato, hey. can I ask, are you a Triss yep. or a Yennefer guy? Which one, which one is the American voice actor for? That's the redhead, isn't it? Triss, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Triss. I didn't like what's-the-name coming. Because like, with a lot of people, I fell in love with what's-the-name in the second game. So then when the third game came through and this blackhead chick was like, oh, I'm actually your wife. I was like, get away from me. I love her. Just like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but um, I'm excited. I'm I'm keen. Um, if if they can sort of stick the landing with this show, it could be something special for Netflix. It could be a nice little money spinner for them, and um, hopefully a long running yeah. series. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So the last bit of news that I think is very fitting, considering we've got one of the resident uh, 8-bit Pokemon experts here, uh, the one and only Nata J. I did not know this until I saw it in... Yeah, I saw this a couple of days as well, and I Mm. lost my shit. So as soon as it happened, a whole bunch of like you know uh, illustrators and artists and all that came up with their own versions, and I was just like, "Oh, give these all to me." Mm. So apparently, Pikachu was meant to have another evolution. So uh, this came via Eurogamer, and it reads: "Lovable Pikachu, the yellow and cuddly mascot of the Pokemon franchise, once had a third evolution, which would evolve it into a devil-like creature oh. with large <laughs> fangs and horns." So uh, this came on the back of Pikachu's original illustrator, Atsuko Nishida, and uh, original Pokemon design legend, Ken Sugimori. Uh, They were interviewed by a Japanese newspaper, and uh, they confirmed that the Pokemon was going to be known as Gorochu, and it bared fangs and even had a a pair of horns. Goro in Japanese Japanese is a word used to describe a rumbling sound fitting with Rai, which comes from the word thunder. Chew is the onomatopoeic sound of a mouse-like squeak. So, yep. Garochu, the devil mouse Pokemon, um, sadly will never see the light of day. Also, fun fact we found out in, I think it was in that same interview, that uh, Pikachu's based more on a squirrel than a mouse, even though it's considered in all the Pokedex entries as the mouse Pokemon. It's actually mm-hmm. based off a squirrel, not off a mouse. Is it because it has a long ass tail that is bigger at the end? Yes. Yes, it is. But, gone? God, <laughs> heads up, Nathan absolutely hates Pikachu, wish Pikachu doesn't exist, it's the worst Pokemon ever, but absolutely loves Raichu. So, a third evolution... What? Yeah, I hate Pikachu. Who likes Raichu? Me. And You're and a, weirdo. A, a Aloha Pikachu that rides on his tail like a surfboard? Give me all of that. Mm. What about um, the little but, baby ones? Was it Pichu? The little baby? Oh, Pre-Pikachu vomit. one? Yeah, Vomit, that is. Um, yeah, this new evolution looks awesome. And the people that have like done designs, like this is way up my alley. Anyone who's ever talked to me about Pokemon, I am a huge, like ghost and dark type guy and he even looks like he would he would be a dark electric type and i was all up for that so i'm actually sad like i really wish i could Mm. go back in time and push them to give me that third evolution Mm. of gorichu that would have pissed me off i would have had a pikachu and i would have had to deal with handling a raichu (laughs) work with this raichu until i get a gorichu yeah i don't know how they do it because to get to pikachu to raichu you got to do the Thunderstone, so I wonder what they do to get the third evolution. Who knows? Raichu just looks like a fat, tanned Pikachu. It just looks like he's been on holiday in Hawaii or something. He's just fattened up and gotten skin tan, like a tan. That's that's why. Actually, that's, a- that's why the Aloha Pikachu is awesome because he literally is that, and he's like on because he rides his surfboard and like his tail like a surfboard. It's awesome, the Aloha Pikachu. So that's not mm. painful. Up. Well, no, it floats because he's psychic. Gorachu. Like yeah. The Pokemon that never was. No. But that was interesting. Uh, it's crazy that rip. 22 years later, this finally came to the surface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did lose my shit a little bit about it. Mm. Like, to be honest. So, no. heads up of how much I love Pokemon. All right, being honest, <laughs> this is uh, now our final segment of the podcast. iTunes Review of the Week. And this review comes to us via way of iTunes user, enter a nickname. 
That's E-N-T-A space A space nickname. So a uh, very unique username there. Uh, mm, gives good us, spelling, one would say. Gives us five stars, but then also gives us the headline uh, of five stars. So I guess that equates to ten stars? Question mark? Um, and the review simply reads, NATO is my spirit animal. But it's spelled N-A-I-D-O, so clearly he's not talking about our co-host here today. It must be some other unrelated person from a manga or an anime called Nato. uh, If anything, I do want to change my name now to be that. that, that It sounds so Japanese, Nato. I think it actually is, because there's an actual Japanese dish called, like, Nato or something like that in Japan that my (laughs) good good friend Ian says is there and like his missus absolutely loves it so she calls me by that dish all the time so i love it so maybe oh, maybe that's actually the spelling of the actual dish and that's probably where he got oh. the idea from why I'm, do you think it's he i'm trying to find something um i've just googled it and i can't see any dish i see a naidu like n-a-i-d-u um yeah i don't know but e- either way you've got your first uh specific itunes review Dedicated strictly to yourself, uh, Mr. I know NATO. Congratulations. This is actually the second one. There was another one that said like NATO was a good contribution to the podcast or something like that. Yeah. But who's counting, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I am. (laughs) I bet you are. (laughs) Two good reviews. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah. But uh, enter a nickname. Thank you for that iTunes review. Um, As we say each and every week. These reviews help keep the emotional lights on in our hearts, keeps us relevant, keeps us happy, keeps us tracking in the iTunes charts. So be sure to rate, review, subscribe, us, and all the other podcasts of choice that you are listening to because it goes a awfully long way. Um, but yeah, that, my two fantastic friends, has been now we're the 104th friends. episode. We're friends, we're not children. Of the yeah. Hungry Gamers. I can be friends with my kids. You know, I'm a cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh is there anything either of you two would like to say before we sign this bad boy off for another week it's called nato it's n-a-t-t-o with a little weird o and it's a it's a soybean fermented dish in japan sounds like shit is. yeah sounds terrible <laughs> but apparently I, it's good i reckon oh, you probably taste better than that oh i do oh <laughs> meow <laughs> I was just going to talk about ramen, but now I don't want to make that connection. Mm. I love we're heading into ramen. the cold weather out here. Yeah. Can I, can I ask, what is your broth of choice? Are you like a... I'm a show you guy. Bro- chicken broth with a little bit of soy in it as well. Mm. Yeah. So I'm the, I hate, I'm the, I hate the, fish. the pork soy broth, the show you. It's my oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. God, I love ramen. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I really want ramen right now. There's a place up like, here, um, not far from where we live, that has some of the best ramen I've ever had in my life. Uh, so when we do plan for the family reunion, I'll be taking us all there for a good old bowl of ramen. Yeah, we need to do Thanks, it before. Dad. We need to do it before she, the old girl leaves the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fine. I can take <laughs> you to the best ramen place in states. Oh, state, state! Oh, California ramen is real good. Hell yeah! Yeah. Mm. So, is there anything now else you two would like to add to this final exchange before we say farewell to the 8-Bit Nation for one more week? I have 
absolutely have nothing to say. I've got nothing original. Uh, I've no, just been new, new, down on. Play Sea of Thieves. That's all I'm going to say. New content comes mm. out in the next couple of weeks. Play Sea of Thieves. Game of the year. It's going to be. You watch. Your game of the year, maybe. <laughs> um, it's certainly fantastic. I would like to leave the audience on a bit of a cliffhanger and say, get hyped for upcoming new content in podcast Ooh. form to the 8-Bit Collective over the coming weeks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm intrigued. What is it? pretty exciting. I haven't even told you guys about it yet, Ooh. so we should probably have a team meeting God. after this, but get hyped. Ooh, yeah. I, want to be, I want to be involved. Mm. We'll see. Sounds exciting either we'll way. See. You guys are my favorites now, so uh, you're definitely at the front of the line. <laughs> Hear that, rest of 8-Bit yeah, yeah. Collective? Hear mm. that? Yeah, back the of the favorites. bus. <laughs> Oh, the, like, you know, I'll just leave the audience with my part, a little bit of parting advice, especially from what NATO told us today, especially if you're in a sandbox, keep it away from your Vaginosaurus. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep it away. Keep the sand mm-hmm. out of your Vaginosaurus. The vaginosaurus. Yeah. Wiser words have never been said. Okay, so until next mm-hmm. week, 8-Bit Nation, I have been Brendan, who can be found at Brendan 8-Bit. Oh, I've been Miss Ellie Hart. That can be found at Miss Ellie Hart. <laughs> and I am the beautiful boy you love listening to at... I know NATO. You didn't do too badly then, I'll give you that. And you can find us all as a collective at We Are 8-Bit on all the socials, on the YouTube. Check out the best in audio equipment at audio-technica.com.au and be sure to search for the hashtag 8-Bit Collective on the socials for the rest of the talented crew making magic on the daily. Until next week. Oh, what? I was going to say, I totally forgot. My other show, A Plus Anime, is now back. So go check that out. I forgot to plug that. It's at the, at OK. Well, it comes out this, well, comes out probably the day after this episode. We're talking about Megalobox. It's an anime podcast. Talking about getting new and old people into anime. So go check it out. It's back at A Plus Anime. And as I climb out of this train wreckage of an ending now, (laughs) um, thank you listeners for tuning in each and every week. Until next week. 8-Bit Nation, much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8-Bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.